Welcome to Red, White, and Brown, the podcast that discusses the interesting upbringing of Desi American immigrants and what happens when the Eastern culture meets the Western world. I'm Prerak. And I'm Sophia. So, Sophia, today we're going to be talking about yet another Netflix show, and this one is called The Fabulous Lives of Bollywood Wives. And this was produced by none other than Karan Johar. So I think what we should do is talk initially about our thoughts and then maybe the, the pros and cons of the show and then the public reception and ultimately end with what we would have done differently. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's great. So Sophia, I actually watched this show because you recommended it to me. And let me tell you, I wasn't disappointed. So why don't you start by giving us a brief summary? People have this misconception about us that we have these also oh, glamorous lives, but that's not really true. Our lives can be quite mundane. Okay, so this is a show that features four women, mm-hmm. three of which are married to Bollywood actors, and the fourth who used to be an actress. Okay. And these women are in their 40s to 50s, they're all mothers. And the show kind of seems to be like an Indian or Bollywood version of the Real Housewives series. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that series. I haven't. I've, heard, I've um, like never seen it. That's for but, sure. Okay, but basically, like, there's no plot or anything. It's just like each episode follows these women around and you kind of learn a little bit about what their lives are like. I feel like if you haven't watched the show before to anyone listening, um, this episode... I don't think it's going to give spoilers because, like I said, there is no plot line. <laughs> There's no plot. Yeah, it's, it's not like someone dies. At yeah, the end. we're really selling this show, right? I don't know. I just don't know how to react to that. But I do think that our discussion might color your view of the show and the characters. And so if you don't want that and you want to watch the show and be totally unbiased, then I would probably listen to this episode after you watch. Yeah, but I thought that was a great summary, Sophia. Uh, I did want to share one meme because that's clearly an integral part of this show. And this is because this meme goes back to one of our earlier episodes. Do you remember the episode we did on, uh, I'm going to tell my kids that? Oh yeah. Yeah. So in that episode, what we did was take very prominent like memes of today and relate them to like Desi culture. And so there was actually a really funny meme recently that actually said, I was going to tell my kids that this was keeping up with the Kardashians and below it is this picture of like the four women. The four women. Yeah. yeah. And so I've never seen keeping up with the Kardashians. Having watched like one or two episodes, I was like, damn, I'm, I could see why this might be very similar to, to keeping up with the Kardashians. So I'll link that meme in the show notes. I just thought it was hilarious. So all of you can relate. And, um, well, why don't we just first start with our initial thoughts, Sophia? What were your first thoughts when you watched this show? Okay. Um, so I'm going to probably sound very judgmental here. So, And I don't mean any of this uh, too harshly or anything. But um, So the first thing that I thought was kind of like, okay, I don't know who any of these people are. So <laughs> they're clearly not like A-list celebrities or like super successful, right? Um which, okay, this sounds really mean. They're, they're more successful than I am, but yeah, yeah. Um, I kind but, of but learned... But they're not like a Jaya Bachchan, you know? Like, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, I learned who they are, and I was like, okay, I've never heard of them. But then I was like, oh, wait, I have heard of their husband, or I have heard of their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, it's not like this is, you know, Shah Rukh Khan's wife, or exactly, like Jaya Bachchan, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the people who really are at the top and super successful, because, like, those people don't need to do this show. They don't want to put their like themselves out there. Yeah, like, you know the marginal I mean? benefit to them is, like, useless. Yeah, yeah, like, why do they need to be on this show? They don't yeah. need the money. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah that was like the first thing that i kind of noticed i was like what like these are bollywood wives like i don't even know who these people are but then i was like okay wait yeah ananya bande's mom okay fine mm -hmm. like yeah i kind of do know who these people are and i 100 percent agree with you with the same thing when i first watched the first five minutes i was like who are these i was expecting yeah. like jaya Bachchan or like deepika or something but like <laughs> it, it wasn't them that's for sure so yeah I, but uh, i think no. your point is well taken your point is well taken that's so funny yeah um and then the other thing i noticed was that the way they speak just sounded really funny to me like the slang they use um i just found it very cringeworthy like they're always saying bro and fab and like all these english sayings <laughs> that like we don't say like i don't think people in the europe are like in you know the US or any of the European countries like talk like that. Shall I give you a recent incident, Pavna? You must. Yeah. But I don't want this becoming into an issue because quite frankly, it is a non-issue. And then there's like also a lot of cursing randomly. So I was just like, oh my God, these people talk kind of funny. I can't say this because I will be censored. I take these things very personally, you know that. You know, like now that you bring it up, I did want to bring up one scene because there is a scene in the first episode that I watched where like, Shania and her father Sanjay are with the wife, which is Mahib, mm -hmm. I think. And Mahib like just straight goes like, I don't give a shit. Like she is mine. Like it was just came out of nowhere. Like because they were talking about how much they both love Ananya and Mahib is the mom and she's like, no Sanjay, like she's mine. And, but it was just- Oh, they're talking about Shania. Yeah, they're talking about Shania. So let's yeah. play that scene I, now. I feel like people don't talk like that here. Yeah, for exactly. Sure. Yeah. exactly. So it's just like weird to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, let's play the scene. I'm not just saying this because she's my daughter, because quite frankly... Our daughter. Whatever. It's so irritating, but she is mine. I don't give a shit. You Whatever. Shania is mine, Jahan's mine, and Sanjay is the father. So yeah, as we were talking before this scene played, I just thought it was just so out of the blue for her to just pull out like, I don't give a shit. And I was like, this is your kid. Like you both love this person. It should be a good conversation, you know? But it was just very interesting how that word came out and, and really was a, a little bit more aggressive than I would have th thought. I agree. It's like, I feel like here people don't, curse that much in daily life or at least in our circles i know like high school students like probably curse more mm -hmm. but then i feel like polite society just i don't know i feel like an yeah. educated person here would never speak like that and they're supposed to be like that you know kind of the the wealthiest the most elite the yeah. educated people in their society and like it is interesting that they talk in such a crass yeah. manner absolutely but, uh, because we started off kind of uh, burning the show a bit, I don't want to give everyone the worst impression. I actually did like certain parts of the show, and I thought it was actually a good show because I watched quite a bit of it. So, Sophia, why don't you tell us something you liked about the show? Yeah, so, I mean, it's a light watch. It's mindless entertainment, and you need some shows like that. So I, I kind of appreciated that, especially this year with, uh, you know, everything that's happening. I feel like I've burned through a couple TV shows. So, mm -hmm. you know, some light entertainment is nice. I do think the women tried to show off their genuine personalities, which I'm sure that's got to be very difficult to do on camera. Mm -hmm. um, I do think there were some fake elements, like, you know, the guy following Neelam around was probably planted. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Listen, he's stalking me. He's following us. I think it's a little scary. Oh my god. Honestly, I would have expected a lot more fake things, and I appreciate that they didn't manufacture like fake drama. So. I, I think I agree with you. I really appreciate the genuineness, right? Like, it's very tough to be authentically yourself, and I really did feel like they were being themselves. Like, 
oh, dude, I actually hate this or I don't like this. And they're very obviously open about it. And I appreciate that because that's one of the better parts of these shows. Um, the other thing is I love the cinematography. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was very well done. So kudos to everyone. I think another reason I really like this show is like the early episodes. There's like scenes of Paris and also a lot of great shots of Mumbai. And I, it might just be me like having a thing for Paris because I also love like Emily in Paris. Mm. That, that was a really fun show for me to watch. But it just gave me good vibes, you know? Like when I was watching it, I felt happy. And that's actually a very good barometer for me. Yeah, it's light. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And I'm not going to lie. I loved that at the end of the episode, they're like coming up next. You know, that's like such an Indian thing to do. I remember yeah. when I used to watch ZTV. At the end, they would always be like, next time. And they would always find a way to make it super suspenseful. Like, someone's following this woman around, or someone's <laughs> going to get murdered. And it wasn't the same in this, but they still had, like, a way to make it a bit more dramatic. So I wanted to keep watching. So I love that, because you don't see that in American shows. And I thought that was, like, an authentic Daisy, Daisy part of this show. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, should we go into things that we disliked? <laughs> yeah. But before we start, this is just a caveat. Obviously, it's easier to be critics... So these are just things we think are things that could be improved, but we overall still like the show quite a bit. But yeah, with yeah. that being said, I don't Sophia, think we would be talking about it and having an episode if we just like absolutely hated it. Yeah. I feel like one thing that you and I are probably sensitized to, which um, I, I don't know that people back home necessarily realize, but it just seems like everything from the west seems very cool and superior to people in the shows mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that they don't love their culture because i am sure they do but i did notice this sense that everything about the west is just so amazing like it's good to study abroad or like you know go to college in the west or vacation in the west mm -hmm. and most notably there's this sense that speaking English is so much better. Mm. And they kind of only talked to their maids in Hindi. Like, yeah. I didn't see them talk to one another in Hindi. And not to be, like, a cultural purist or anything like that, but it's just, it's very strange. Like, even one of the little boys, maybe it was Seema's son or something, said that, like, he didn't know Hindi. And it's just interesting because you listen to these women speak and, you know, they all have good English. Don't get me wrong. They all have excellent English. But I still think that all three of them, except Neelam, um, the other three, are probably still more comfortable in Hindi than in English. Like, mm -hmm. you listen to them, and they're good, but you can kind of tell that English isn't their first language. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not the accent. It's just, like, the cadence or, like, sometimes the hesitation to find the right word when they're speaking or, like, their vocabulary. Yeah. But they just, like, refuse to speak in Hindi on the show. And, like, I don't know if they were told to do that or what. But it just goes to show that society kind of thinks that Western things are better and it highlights this like cultural inferiority complex. 100% yeah. agreed with that because there are other cultures that have capitalized on that cultural value that you're talking about. If you think about Narcos, uh, you think about Money Heist, these are all shows that are actually Spanish and they actually were filmed entirely mm -hmm. in, in Spanish and they dubbed it over in English. So there is that additional, like if you want to watch it in English, there's a dubbed over version. But the purest form of the shows are actually in Spanish. Yeah. And when I was watching Narcos, for example, I loved that because I was like, oh wow, like this adds a level of authenticity. It does. That I like really vibed with. I'm not even Spanish. And I was like, dude, this is awesome. I actually feel like it's making this show 
a lot more true, you know, because it was about Colombia. Yeah. Yeah. So in that regard, I totally agree with you. I think there's a lot more room for Hindi and, and we can talk about that. Right. I mean, because this is Bollywood wives. Yeah. So like, why are they erasing? Like, it's not Hollywood wives. It's yeah. Bollywood wives. Exactly. So like, why do they have to erase the culture from it? Exactly. Yeah. The Narcos example, that's really spot on. You're exactly right. Because even like I've seen Money Heist and mm -hmm. I know that like watching it in the Spanish with the English subtitles is like more of an authentic experience yes. than the dubbed version. Yeah. Like no one likes the dubbed version as much as just playing it in Spanish and reading the subtitles. You, you like, feel like you're there with them, right? Yeah. Like that's the whole point of a TV show to feel like you can partake in the experience and the, the language adds to that. Um, yeah. I did want to play a small scene because I agree with you. Like sometimes when they're having these these conversations in English, uh, it just seems very superficial. And so there is this one scene where they're having uh, Mahip uh, like is FaceTiming the other three wives from Paris and they have like a back and forth which just felt very pointless and you can kind of almost see the hesitation because none of them knows what the word like cavalier means but like oh, yeah. they're like just talking about it so like let's play let's that because I think that'll really hit home what we mean by like English is clearly not the first language and they could have done this better in Hindi I only got the pictures of two hot guys. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see pictures. <laughs> Listen, that is Shania's cavalier. It's not a hot guy, Seema. It's this cavalier. 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 So yeah, just listening to that, it was just so funny because it was like, it's not a hot guy, it's a cavalier. And I was like, what is a cavalier? Even I don't know what a cavalier <laughs> is. And I've been studying English for like so long. And then all of them were like, ooh, a cavalier. And like, I'm pretty sure none of them knew what it was, but they were just like, cool, what a cool word, you know? Yeah. So um, it was just like very fluffy. There was no substance. And I think like this would have been so much better in Hindi. Like imagine like all the colloquials we have for like attractive guys or like, you yeah. know, like, oh yeah, like this guy was cool. Like in Hindi, there's like such a, authentic conversation that could have happened here which i think they just missed out on because they were like obsessing over the word cavalier no i totally agree with you i'm sure that they are all more comfortable in hindi and i actually think we would have kind of gotten to know their personalities a little bit more too if they had been willing to speak in hindi because here's the thing i'm not super attached to any character like i'm not strongly rooting for one or the other or strongly hating anyone and i think that after watching you know all eight episodes or whatever that means that I didn't get to know them enough. Like, and, and the and the selling point of these shows is to form that bond, right? Exactly. So if you're not forming that bond, the whole point is like, if you think about Bachelor, the reason people enjoy watching that is like, I want this person to get the rose, exactly. right? I want this person to go on over this. You need to have that level of attachment. And I agree with you, I did not relate to anyone yeah. either. Because this type of show does not have a plot line. Yeah. So the only draw is that you're supposed to kind of just um, really... Relate. Yeah, relate to them and like, like certain people and hate certain people and like yeah, if you like, just I really want Neelam to start acting again, you know, like yeah, something exactly. like that. And I felt very lukewarm about all of them by the end of it. And that means that we didn't get to know them enough. So I think that's a perfect transition point into the public reception, because I think we've talked about our reception, but did the public agree? What what did you see? So okay, one of the common criticisms of the show was that it was very mundane and that there was no sense of like escape mm -hmm. um like yeah these women and their families like they have a lot of money right they have famous friends or famous children or whatever but at the end of the day like we were watching them 
just kind of like sit on the couch and FaceTime their friends and <laughs> talk about their kids and like yeah. that's not that exciting, right? Like, yeah. you know, shows like this sometimes manufacture fake drama and you can tell and I don't think that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, so like people complain when the show seems fake, but then like people also complain when things are not fake and they're just kind of boring, yeah. right? Because like the truth is that reality is a little bit boring. Yeah. I think we'll get to it, but I think there are other ways they could have made the show better, but yeah. I actually think it's better to be on the mundane side than to be totally fake drama that like, you know what I mean? Like the producers creating a fake. It's manufactured like, for the viewers. Exactly. Yeah, totally. I will push back a little bit in that I definitely saw some level of extraness. For example, like in the first, first episode, there's a scene where they're going to Paris and they have like 20 bags it's like the amount yeah. i would pack for like a three-month vacation to india and they were doing this for like a week yeah. so it was like definitely extra and they were trying to convey some aspects of personality there with like by showing that and emphasizing that but like i think it could have been done better uh so what about the second criticism did you hear about any other critiques yeah so i'm just gonna read like a quote um okay. and these are from critics right these this are from is critics, not this yes. is not sophia's belief no here i'm just gonna read the quote it's mm -hmm. For those of us who have exhausted our Western reality TV shows and hoped for something new here, there's too little Indian culture represented to make it interesting, and the women's personalities aren't enough of a draw. Wow, we like, we like already derived that on yeah. our own, I feel. Exactly. So like, I would actually agree with this. I mentioned it before, everything seems very Westernized, and maybe I'm not the person to criticize that, because obviously I'm very Westernized and I've grown up here, but like, it's Bollywood wives. I wish they didn't erase all aspects of Desi culture. We're also both westernized, but when I look at something that has the word Bollywood in it, I looked for those fundamental things that make Bollywood Bollywood. Like for example, we've talked about this before. I like Bollywood movies more than Hollywood movies. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm pretty westernized because when I go to Bollywood movies, the plot line's easy to follow. There's a certain level of like romanticism. There's a certain level of cutesiness. Like all of these Daisy things that warm me on, on the inside because I grew, grew up with them. There was none of that here, right? Like no. I would have killed to watch a scene where they just ate like super extra like Daisy food. Like, Street maybe, food or something. You know, like, a, like a 50 foot long dosa or something. Like that's oh, like, yeah. imagine that. Like, these guys have the money to do things like that. Yeah, And I would have loved exactly. to see Daisy culture personified in that way. But instead, it was like, let's go to France and eat fancy biscuits. And I'm like, come on. Like, we got better food than France, you know? Like, Daisy exactly. people. So, I totally agree. I love that you said that because there is so much that India has to offer and, like, Mumbai has to offer. Yeah. And, like, the luxury sort of markets in India. Yeah. Like, there's some amazing stuff, right? Like, they should have been showing the inside of, like you know sabya sachi or like some you know what i mean they, they have such Something. creative foods too i remember when i yeah, went to food, india like, last time they were like serving like maggie sandwiches and stuff like like stuff you would never see here and i was like dude that's that's what i want to see i want to see them up play that aspect you know yeah portray india as like this place that has these luxury markets it's not just this like third world developing country where not, everyone lives in a slum it's not slumdog millionaire <laughs> yeah exactly exactly this yeah. would have been an opportunity to portray some of that on like a global scale yeah yeah so. i know you collected a couple other critiques from uh, the uh, masterable yeah. india article so we'll yeah. link that article in the show notes but what, what did they have to say um so that article was actually i would say the harshest mm. so one of the things that they said was that it was tone deaf to release this show during covid just since so many people have lost their jobs people have lost loved ones mm. people have been ill 
Um, and just generally, everyone is stressed out. So like to release this show, they were saying is not self-aware and it's tone deaf. And I kind of agree with this. I mean, I feel like if your life is still pretty good and you're just now working from home, then sure, this is light, mindless entertainment, which can help you get through this time. But if you are facing any challenges and all, I think all of this could be perceived as a little bit tone deaf. What do you think? That's an interesting point. I, I'm going to push back because I don't necessarily agree because I actually grappled this question a lot because uh, as you know, I have a YouTube channel, right? So I, I was in a very similar position where I was like, this is a time when people are dying, people are hurting. Like, is it even normal right now for me to be posting on, on YouTube? Like, is this mm -hmm. the right time? Uh, so I actually didn't post for a while. But what I realized was people craved a sense of normalcy to a certain extent. So I did end up posting like once just to kind of see what the water was like. And people like loved it. They were like, oh my God, it's so great to see you posting again. And even though it wasn't about COVID or even though it was just me maybe vlogging someday, I initially was like, this is messed up. Like there's people suffering here. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was also saying, this is something that's going on for a long time, right? It's going to be with us for a while. And we have to have some level of like resiliency and give people a chance to realize like we can have some levels of normalcy here. Um, and whether that's in the form of a YouTube video or a new Netflix show, like those are the small things in our life that I think add like, oh, okay. Like there's all this stuff that's changing and there's a lot of suffering happening right now, but like life is it going going on still and i and I, it's nice to know like these other facets are not put on hold right like imagine yeah. if netflix didn't release anything at all and you're like oh my god the world is imploding you know like everything yeah. is ending so i, 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 I did, agree i did like that because i think to a certain extent we all still have to realize like there's a lot of suffering and there will always be suffering in this world but by having things like this that it give people a sense of normalcy or maybe even an escape from reality so to speak then all like all for it you know and I, I i can see why maybe this is a little bit on the other end of the spectrum because it's such privileged folks but at the same time you know like kim kardashian is still posting people are still posting fun times on their instagram story i i agree i do think they could have put a disclaimer that like this was filmed mm. before covid we do not recommend traveling and like <laughs> gathering in these groups you yeah. know what i mean yeah that's that's a good they point. should have done that i didn't thing. realize that that's maybe what this was implying because i totally assumed that this was filmed before covid because the stuff they're doing is they're so, not wearing masks so responsible like, so i was yeah. assuming that but they should definitely make they should have time. made a disclaimer that like yeah we're releasing this right now but like do not gather in groups the way they're doing here that, that's a fantastic point okay so last criticism this is also from the mashable article and basically during the episode where john v comes to have lunch at mahib's house um, Mahib says that Janvi and Shania, like, they can't go out on their own because they're still kids. And then they're responding to her and they're like, no, we're not kids. And they start talking about all the work they've done and how they earn money on their own. And, like, they can take care of themselves, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. um, and Mahib's reaction to this is, like, she's so proud of them that they're independent. And, like, she says, oh, so many girls are still out there living under their mother oh, and father's God. umbrella. And I, like, I see where this is going. I am very proud of both of you. Mm. I mean, honestly, people don't know. They don't know. Whatever it is, you guys are out there. You're on your own. You're so young, working in the sun, killing it. <laughs> You're going to monologue. Yes. But it's true. 
Yesterday there were babies and suddenly she's talking about look tests and she's talking about, you know, my film is releasing and it's, it's, they're talking like adults. They're earning at this age. A lot of the girls her age are still uh, under the mom and dad's umbrella. She's out on her own and uh, I have tremendous respect. The criticism here is that it's so dumb to even say this because anyone could earn money if they're privileged and like have the opportunities that John B. Kapoor and like Shania have, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, that's it's not even a question. Yeah, like that's not that surprising at all because I don't know, it's... It's like it, literally saying this person won a race but had like an 80 mile head start. Like it's not surprising they won, you know? Like it's, it's a very odd comparison but it's like they were born with a certain number of privilege and that gave them a massive head start so it's not surprising that they're self-sufficient so it's not a valid comparison to compare that to someone who who literally had to go from nothing to making even minimum wage which is massive you know right i agree it's just i think it's absolutely absurd to compare these kids to other people who are living with their parents at age 20 because, and aren't billionaires. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's crazy that... Um, They've convinced themselves that that comparison is valid. But yes. I, I hope they, they don't genuinely think so because that's absurd. But yeah. with, with that being said, Sophia, what would you have then done differently about this show? I know, unfortunately, we did focus a lot more on the negatives, but there were positives and there were negatives. And the whole point of this is to maybe reflect and see what, where, where's the room for growth here? Because we do see this show as something that can positively influence Desi culture. Yeah, so I think um, there could have been a little bit more honesty in the show. And I'm going to give some examples. So there's an episode where Neelam is getting fillers injected into her face. Mm -hmm. And, okay, I truly believe that, like, the women on this show have had work done. And, like, that's totally normal in their sort of circles. And, um, and the level they're working at. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like... I would not believe it for a second if you told me that this is Neelam's first time getting something done and the other women have never had any sort of cosmetic procedures performed. Like, I don't buy that for one second. Um, but I think they should have just like destigmatized it and talked about it openly, right? Like, have a cosmetic dermatologist on the show who talks about all the different kinds of things that people have done, show some cool before and after pictures, like, make it destigmatizing. Talk about how everyone in the industry gets work done. Yeah. Like, why are we hiding it and just pretending like we don't know better? You know, I'm not saying to name names, but just put it out there so that people watching the show kind of know that. These people aren't just like naturally beautiful and all Bollywood actors and actresses just like never age, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're having work done yeah. and it's not a big deal. Like a lot of people get work done and that's fine. We just need more honesty about it. And the other thing is like they could have talked about what happens like when people go to a bad injector and how people's like faces can get messed up. And mm -hmm. I don't know, they could have made it entertaining but still educational and just like accomplish a little bit of like destigmatization in the process um, yeah and yeah. and they didn't do that and like so another example of something that i think could have been done where you know just displaying a little bit more honesty would have been when they were talking about how sanjay kapoor was like kind of the less successful person in the family <laughs> i mean i think that was very candid and i think there could have been a little bit more of that just talking more honesty honestly about like problems within Bollywood and like things that the industry needs to fix. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that would have been a really good way to open up a discussion. And I don't, I don't know why that didn't go there. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, I'm with you on that. My personal biggest recommendation to make the show better is what we've already discussed a bit was just to have a little bit more Daisy in this, right? Like when I look at something that represents our culture on the big screen, I'm hoping that it represents our culture, right? Not not necessarily something that is completely westernized. So adding a bit more of our culture is something that I'm really hoping they do in, in future seasons. And again, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed this show. I think it's great to see brown people on the screen. We're, mm-hmm. we're normalizing it. In these it. big Netflix shows yeah, especially. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, I also don't want brown people to then just be cast as Western wannabes, you know? Like, I don't I don't think that's the best yeah. impression that I want uh, of, of my culture out there. I want people to know that we're badass. So I think we, we can make some strides here, and, and there's definitely room for improvement. And I hope Karin Johar listens to this podcast and, and makes the recommended changes. Oh, for, I'm sure he'll listen to our you're, podcast. You're welcome, yes. Karin. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I, I think that was really well put. Yeah. Yes. I don't want people to look at Daisies and think that we are Western wannabes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Um, and then share this episode with friends. We would really appreciate if you like take a screenshot, share it to your story on Instagram. Um, yeah, just spread the word because that is the only way we're gonna be able to continue making this show for you guys. Absolutely. So, so we'll see you next episode. Bye guys. Bye.